Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of Him. Hello and welcome to the Anglo-Catholic Podcast for the 23rd day of May 2006. I am your reader, John J. O'Sullivan. Today is Tuesday in the sixth week in Easter. I apologize for the long delay between uh, you know, the end of Lent and now. Uh, things continue to be hairy and... Um, uh, to put it bluntly, it ain't easy doing a podcast, especially when everything you need to do is dragging you down. But um, as Father Corapi of the Roman Catholic Church would say, you know, suck it up, buttercup, um, and lift it up to God and work through the times that suck. So that's what we're doing here. We're going to pray. We're going to listen to some scripture. We're going to hear about the life of St. Vincent of Lorraine. Uh, he, according to the bravery, his day is tomorrow, but tomorrow is the feast day of um, Jackson Kepner, um, the great Anglican missionary and founder of Mashoda House, so we're going to follow him tomorrow. So, in that spirit, let's begin today's podcast with a reading from the formal epistle of Blessed Peter the Apostle, chapter 4, starting at verse 1. Forasmuch then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin, that he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh, to the lusts of men, but to the will of God. For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles when we walked in lasciviousness, lusts, excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable idolatries, wherein they think it strange that ye run not with them to the same excess of riot, speaking evil of you, who shall give account to him that is ready to judge the quick and the dead. For unto this end was the gospel preached, even to the dead, indeed that they might be judged according to men in the flesh, but live according to God in the spirit, but the end of all things is at hand. Be therefore sober and watch unto prayer. And above all things have fervent charity among yourselves, for charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another, as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion for ever and ever. Amen. Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is among you, as though some strange thing happened unto you, but rejoice. Inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings, that, when his glory shall be revealed, 
ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. If ye be reproached for the name of Christ, happy are ye. For the Spirit of glory and of God resteth upon you. On their part he is evil spoken of, but on your part he is glorified. But let none of you suffer as a murderer, or as a thief, or as an evildoer, or as a busybody in other men's matters. Yet if any man suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God on this behalf. For the time is come that judgment must begin at the house of God. Here endeth the lesson concerning the life of St. Vincent. This Vincent, whom the ancients describe as a man preeminent in eloquence and learning, was a priest in the island monastery once called Larens, but now known as St. Honorat, after its holy founder. About the year 434 he wrote a celebrated treatise as a warning against heresies and an examination in the means of establishing Christian truth. Therein he laid down a rule of faith, which is sometimes called the Vincentian Canon, to wit, that the Catholic faith is that which hath been held always, everywhere, and by all, which is to say that doubtful points are to be settled by the test of antiquity, universality, and consent. In this little book he describes himself as a stranger and pilgrim who fled from the military service of this world with its passing pleasures and empty vanities, that he might enter into the service of Christ. He is believed to have been a brother of that Saint Lupus, who was also a monk in Lorraine, and afterwards became Bishop of Troyes, and about the year 445 he went to God in peace. Here endeth the lesson. Let us pray. O God, who didst raise up thy blessed confessor Vincent to proclaim the rule of faith, grant that all thy people may steadfastly witness to the fullness of the truth, that the same may be received everywhere, always, and by all, even as thou hast taught us through thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Ghost, ever one God, world without end. Amen. And with that, this ends the first podcast from Hiatus, first Anglo-Catholic podcast from Hiatus. As always, I'm your reader, John J. O'Sullivan, begging you to um, pray for me uh, for my job search, which frankly is going to crap, and to ask Our Lady, Our Mother, to use this time and to embrace me and, and hold me as I deal with the frustration of dealing with the job search, that her prayers may be efficacious as they are brought to our only advocate and mediator, Jesus Christ. And in his name, may we be blessed now and ever and unto ages of ages. Amen. The Anglo-Catholic Podcast is sponsored by the Church of St. Anthony of Padua in Hackensack, New Jersey. Whether you live, work, or are visiting the greater North Jersey, New York metro area, come and worship with us. On Sundays, a low Mass in Spanish is at 8 a.m. and a high Mass in English at 10 a.m. For directions, service times, or for more information, call Father Brian Laffler at 201 489 
888-4728, or check out her website at www.stanthonyhackensack, and Hackensack is spelled H-A-C-K-E-N-S-A-C-K, dot org. The Church of St. Anthony of Padua is affiliated with Ford and Faith North America and the American Anglican Council.